0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgarport.com.
1: All right, Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 734. Mix of sun and clouds today. Possible passing shower this afternoon. We'll see high around 82. Uh, Right now it's 64 with Jeff and Jen. So the town of Lucerne in Switzerland just replaced the normal sounds from the bells in its church tower with ringtones. So once an hour, the bells ring out the with the famous ringtone that you're used to hearing on your phone.
0: But it's the actual bells making that melody? Or is it a digital recording?
1: No, it's a digital recording. Hmm. Apparently the idea started as a joke, but the town decided to go through with it, and uh, I guess they're going to keep it through the end of the month. <laughs> it's funny how, like when I first got the phone and I first discovered that, That sound, you know, to serve as, I thought that was just a great way to wake up as opposed to what we've, you know, been waking up for decades prior, the sound of an alarm clock or a beep, beep, beep. Yeah. I have mine set for the, uh, it's the, the, the chime.
0: No, it's the one that makes it sound like a submarine is diving. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Dive! Yeah. Yeah, or what's that one? Is it you or is it Toria that has it where it's set like, it sounds like you're in an airplane that's about to crash and it has that bump, bop, bop, bop.
2: I don't do <laughs> that, that one. Noise? I do. Um, that's mine. I'll have to pull it up.
1: Or the one that sounds like a, a factory safety alert.
2: That one's me. Like the I do, place is
1: about to blow up.
2: I do radar.
1: <laughs> is that what it one. is? That's
2: the one that I do. Oh, of course it's not working now. Oh, there it is. That one.
1: Yeah. That's, um, I got that (laughs) associated with my timer.
2: Oh, you do? That's what I wake up to every day.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I don't even know how to operate the timer on my stove, so I just use the one on my phone (laughs) because it's easier.
2: That's why you need an OK Google. You just tell her, and she sets the timer. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, Chick-fil-A just announced they're going to be selling meal kits Like, you know, the ones that you can get at, you know, other companies that make meal kits. If you pick one up at their stores, evidently they have all the ingredients you need to cook meals at home like Dijon chicken and chicken parmesan. The kits are going to cost $16 at first, but they're only going to be on sale in Atlanta anyway. Uh, They're hoping it'll go nationwide by the end of the year. And hey, on the bright side, there's no rule that says you can't cook them on a Sunday. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you just have to pick it up on Saturday.
1: Right. Okay, what do you think about this as kind of a controversial move? Tim, I know you're kind of a landlord. A person who lives at an apartment uh, complex, I guess. I'm assuming it's a complex. A person who lives in an apartment in Memphis, Tennessee, got an eviction notice last week, and it was taped to their door on a bright piece of orange paper that said, Guess who's moving? You. And then <laughs> there is a big picture of a smiling emoji on it. Now, I don't know if you've ever had some deadbeat renters who, you know, just stopped paying their rent all of a sudden. And I mean, you, you're getting evicted. You're yeah. in the position of having to evict them. And in this case, the person had not been paying their rent. I don't know what the circumstances were. But other people in the apartment complex just felt that the emoji on the eviction notice was a little over the top. Uh, one of the neighbors said it's anti- antagonizing and kind of embarrassing, and it's kind of kicking somebody when they're down. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, I would say all my renters are uh, top notch. I haven't had any issues. But there's a specific procedure you have to follow Yeah. when you evict somebody. You can't just say, get out.
2: Yeah, you have to file the paperwork, don't you? And
0: do all the court stuff? Personally, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. (laughs)
2: I do think it's funny, like if it's a deadbeat renter, but if it's someone that's like down on their luck and you're kicking them out, you can't be like, hey, see you bye.
1: Right. Guess who's moving? Oh, is that the clock tower? Yeah, I found audio of the clock tower.
2: Answer your phone already.
1: Right. That would make me crazy, because every time I would think, whose phone is that?
0: It's kind of pretty, though, when you put it to a church bell.
1: Everyone in town's looking at their phone. Right. Exactly. Um, hey, there's a 40-year-old guy that we told you about back in October. We said we would follow up on this story, and we have 40-year-old Dana Carter is from Dayton. And back in October...
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
1: ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: He was supposed to fly to Dallas, but he was running late and was afraid he was going to miss his flight. So you may remember the story. He called the airport with a bomb threat about that flight to Dallas. The flight was canceled, and Dana wound up on another flight that left less than two hours later. So Mm -hmm. this was the guy who basically called in the bomb threat, didn't get on that flight anyway, and he still got into the air within two hours. Hardly seems worth it, and it uh, definitely was not since the authorities tracked him down, but he was in court last week, and... We said we'd follow up on uh, what happened to him, and he's just been sentenced to four months in prison.
2: Whoa, wow. <laughs> uh,
1: not to mention a $7,700 fine for making the threat. So he's got the fine, plus I'm assuming he's you know probably had to pay to defend himself, so that's going to cost a pretty penny as well. Okay, there is a bridge in northern England. It's called the Sunderland Bridge. And unfortunately, the Sunderland Bridge in England is a hot spot for suicides. But check this out. An 18-year-old college student named Paige Hunter recently came up with a brilliant idea. Decided to attach more than 40 uplifting notes to the side of the bridge. That's cool. The idea on paper looks a bit futile. Who's going to notice? What kind of impact is this really going to make? But these notes would say positive, uplifting things like you're not alone or even though things are difficult, your life does matter. And now the local police force has given her a commendation for it because they say those notes that she's left have already helped save the lives of at least six people that they've been able to document. That's fantastic page says she didn't do it to get attention for it or to win a commendation she honestly was just trying to help people but the response it's gotten has surprised even her and it's got to be gratifying to know that it didn't just save one life it's for sure it saved six and that's pretty incredible
2: it is pretty incredible that just kind words reading kind words can change your entire perspective for the moment
1: yeah. Three of the biggest health risks in summer, sunburn, heat stroke. I suppose the risk of drowning because we're in the water a lot more. But here are four other summertime health hazards you might not think about. And I've never thought of this eyeball sunburns.
2: Oh, yeah, it's a thing.
0: Uh, One of our promotion guys. Cole mm-hmm. saw him yesterday. He's like, hey man, I haven't seen you around. What's been going on? How's the summer going? He's like, I shot a firework into my eye. Oh <gasps> my goodness. That's dangerous. He's good. He's yeah. fine. Holy <laughs> he, le- he learned his lesson. <laughs> good. Wow. He's like, look, like pulled his eyelid down. Oh, wow. Oh my god, Like, I'm not the right person to show this to. Holy
2: Outlook. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> but this eyeball sunburn thing. Yeah. I've experienced that, I believe, when we were um Vacationing out of town, like because I wear regular um, eye, eye glasses that are transitions that are dark, but yeah. I don't think they get as dark as they need to be when you're so close to like the equator and you go back at night and you're like, oh my
1: gosh, wow. what
2: happened?
1: Yeah, eyeball sunburns only take a few hours under the right conditions and it can lead to things like cataracts and macular degeneration. That's why good UV sunglasses are so important. Um, another sneaky summertime health hazard you may not have thought about, E. coli bacteria. It's in the fecal matter of humans and other animals like birds, so you can come in contact with it at the beach, in the water, or in swimming pools. Or
2: on a canoe trip.
1: <laughs> or on a canoe trip, that's right. The CDC looked at pools a few years ago and they found that fecal incidents are more common than you might think. And the chlorine in the water that you think is taking care of it doesn't Ugh. necessarily in all cases. Think doesn't
2: about it. kind of gross you out a little bit. I don't know. I've yeah, been to it the does. Pool, but the fact fine. that you're
1: sitting in a pool at a bar, a pool bar, knowing that people <laughs> are just sitting there peeing yeah.
2: I, and hey, not pooing.
0: Hey, look, that guy has not <laughs> getting
1: out of the pool in
0: six hours.
2: It's not even that guy. We turned to our friend. We're like, I haven't seen you go to the bathroom all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I saw you drink 19 of those frozen things.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
2: and 45 beers. I'm just dehydrated, holding it all in.
1: Food poisoning. Food poisoning is more common in the summer for a couple of reasons. People at picnics and barbecues leave stuff like potato salad sitting out in the sun. And because of undercooking meat on the grill... And finally, alcohol-related dehydration. It's a lot easier to get dehydrated when it's hot out, and alcohol dehydrates you too. So find some shade and mix in some water every now and then. Yeah. Hey, speaking of alcohol, it's National Tequila Day.
2: Arriba! I
1: right. know.
2: On delay.
1: Uh, let's see. That's uh, Tim's liquor of choice. Is that right? Uh, my my clear liquor of choice.
2: <laughs> let's get specific. Oh. How is vodka not your clear liquor oh, no. of choice?
0: Potato liquor? Not. There we go. That's good.
1: So, tequila is your clear liquor of choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is it? You have a brown liquor of choice? Yeah, bourbon. Bourbon, of course. <laughs> I do like tequila if it's it's got to be chilled. It's got to be, yes. you know, quality tequila. But.
2: In a right margarita mix. Tequila. I can't do it straight anymore, man. One too many times with my friend, the tequila queen, and just sometimes the. The lingering taste of it makes me puke a, a little.
0: Really, it's so gonna Ugh. do Mexican margaritas tonight or something?
2: I don't know. My yesterday, we bought a seedless watermelon at um, one of our local farmers markets close to our house, and Scott was like, scooping it all out, and he had all this watermelon juice left over, and so immediately he starts looking at recipes online. He's like, oh, "I can make a watermelon margarita." So he took the water the watermelon juice, mixed it with the tequila that Jeff and Kristen gave us, that Casa Amigos tequila. He put some salt and lime in there, and it was like, he's like, Oh my gosh, I made this delicious fruity beverage.
1: How about that?
2: And he did, he was drinking it and he (laughs) out of a straw.
1: The things you can do.
2: Yeah. Innovative.
1: Tequila. Where are
2: my tequila
3: lovers at, huh? (laughs) Woo! You are wrong. You're wrong, you're incorrect. Tequila is the most disgusting, awful of all the hard alcohols. It should be illegal, it's poison. Here's why, here's why I'm right. No other shot comes with chores. Right, you ever try try and take a shot of tequila as soon as they give it to you? Whoa, hey, whoa, lick your hand first. What, why would I do that? When have I ever been having a great time? Like, yeah, what could be better? Oh, I know. (laughs) Like some sort of alcoholic cat. So then you lick your hand you're like, oh, my mouth tastes like wet hand. I didn't expect that this morning. They're like, now put salt on it and lick it. Ugh, gross. Okay, now I know what a saltier version of my wet hand tastes like. (laughs) Now take the tequila. Oh, good. This will get rid of this terrible taste that I've created in my mouth. No, it did not. Now it's added a burning sensation. (laughs) Quickly, put this fruit in your mouth. Oh, thank God. A fruit. (laughs) Something to abate this pain. What is it? Is it a raspberry, a poison berry, even a strawberry would do? No, it's a lime, the tartest fruit of all. A fruit so tart that unless you have scurvy, you would never put it in your mouth. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG
0: Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.